Hello, hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the SSP Super Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Edson L. Superman Lerma, and I want to apologize you guys for the last couple of weeks not posting anything. I've been really busy, as you know. Well, I live down here in the United States, so we've had Thanksgiving, we had a lot of, you know, holidays coming up, so it's been kind of a crazy, crazy week, last couple of weeks for me, and so that's why I haven't been able to, to do these episodes like I wanted to, and I really do apologize for you that, and uh, anyway, so I hope, uh, you know, I can get back into it and start doing these more often again like I was before. Um, anyway, so I know there was, there's been a, lo- a couple of weeks, a lot of things has happened. We had Champions League that's happened, League MX, we're coming down to the finals here. I believe we're in the semifinals now. You know, the Premier League is doing amazing. The La Liga is doing crazy. I mean, everything, so many teams have been, you know, been showing up. Some other teams have been falling down. There's been some major upsets, especially in the EPL. We've seen Tottenham kind of going down in the scale, and uh, you know they dropped some points a lot. They've lost a few games. They've tied a few games. So we we see there's been a few things that's happened. You know, Real Madrid is still a little far behind from Barcelona, but Manchester City is still undefeated, still doing phenomenal. Uh, you know, little things like West Ham. Anyway, so there's so many news has been happening, and the biggest news of all um, this last Friday we had the World Cup drawing and I said as soon as it came out I was going to post it I was going to post something kind of give you guys my thoughts my reactions to it and everything anyway so I'm sorry about everything about the last couple of weeks I know there's been a lot of football great football was happening great things were going on and anyway so I apologize for that but here I am so let's kick off with some some news I mean we'll go let's just jump straight into League MX um, just because, like I said, Liga MX does things a little differently, and uh, you know we're we're coming close to the to the semifinals here. So we had um, we have the four finalists, which is America, Tigres, uh, Monterrey, and Morelia. So those are the four finalists that we have left. Um, they did the their first game, um, Tigres, and I believe America played on Wednesday. Um, it was the first game. It ended at one nil. You know, it was a penalty. Um, uh, for, for in favor for Tigres, I guess the ball and hit and the guy in the face and it kind of hit the hand as well. So I don't know. It was kind of a little you know a little controversy there, but you know the penalty was given and Tigres end up taking that one nil. And then 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 on Thursday we had um Monterrey versus Morelia and same thing you know a little bit of a penalty uh L Aviles Hurtado scored that penalty and I guess he got injured towards the end. So I'm kind of kind of um curious how how that's going to play out for him because he's been a big part of their of that team and he's kind of you know he's the leading striker in Liga MX you know he's got the most goals and everything so anyway so I'm kind of excited to see what's going on there but um as of now so Monterrey has a 1-0 advantage over Morelia and they're going to play in Monterrey so they got that going on. I believe uh, they're playing on Sunday. And uh, on Saturday, we're going to see Tigres and America for the second match. And like I said, Tigres has the 1-0 advantage there too. But also Tigres are also playing home. So you know, they got a lot of big advantage. I mean, playing home at the end of the day, I don't know if it means a lot. But it could mean a lot to them. So hopefully they're able to settle that and, you know, finish it off so they can have that final you know i see tigres versus monterrey final so we'll see what happens like i i, I definitely predict that's gonna be and i predict monterrey being um the champions for this for this one coming up so so you know so if you guys want to look into liga mx there's that going on for you guys so a lot of great things well we'll break down the games next week i just want to kind of just go over some things that have been happening you know so kind of like just more like big topics that are, that are going on so that way we can um get through 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 some of these things that that we missed so anyway so that's kind of like the follow-up for liga mex um I know this weekend I'm not going to jump into a lot like I know that like I'm recording this Saturday morning so I know there's some games going on in the EPL right now one of the biggest games that's um are, we're going to have Arsenal and Manchester United later today this morning and uh, I'm really excited to see that I think the game's about to start here in a little bit so I'm going to jump into that you know I hope Manchester United will win obviously they're my favorite team so we'll see um, what goes on from there um, but like we said Manchester City is still on top you know there's they're still you know swinging away like I don't think anybody's going to be able to catch up to them um, so they're they're still um, 
Uh, I'm sorry, they, they're still undefeated. So they're continuing that hot streak. I mean, Manchester United is probably right behind them. I think they're in second place with 32 points. As of now, like I said, the weekend's coming up here soon. So we'll, all these all these points will change and stuff. So anyways, a lot of excitement things like Tottenham has fallen down, um, like I said. So it's kind of sad to see how far Tottenham has gone down, especially in the last couple of weeks. How I, I've been saying that, you know, Tottenham has been doing phenomenal and especially beating Real Madrid probably the best club in the world right now in the in the Champions League group stages I don't know just seeing how how low they've dropped and stuff it's kind of kind of wonders like what's going on there you know with with Tottenham and stuff and the things that's been happening so it's kind of sad to see that a little bit you know because I did have high hopes for Tottenham even though I am a Man United fan for the EPL but I am a little saddened to see with um, with Tottenham the the way you know because they came in pretty fiery hot and then now it's just kind of like they've been kind of going down. So I don't know, kind of uh, kind of upsetting to see that from uh, from Tottenham, but not too much. I mean, I'm excited for Manchester United. Hopefully, they pick up a win um, today against Arsenal. So we'll stay tuned into that. So that's going to be the biggest game I'm going to talk about next next uh, next week when I record. I'm going to break down that game, talk about everything that's going on, and so on and so forth. Um, same with La Liga. Um, a lot of great things. Uh, you know, Barcelona and Valencia, I believe they drew. Uh, and, uh, you know, Bar- uh, Real Madrid won. So, I mean, it's been kind of, you know, th- there's still a stretch there. A lot of great things are happening. You know, the, I know I'm, I'm pretty sure Barcelona still has that gap of advantage against, you know, Real Madrid. And so, I'm, I mean, it's looking like it's going to come pretty close. I mean, I think Valencia is the closest one right now to Barcelona. They're in second place with 30 I think like 30 or 31 points right now um so I mean anything can happen I mean I see Valencia a good contender for the title race I don't know how much um they'll do to get there I mean I'm right now Barcelona just look unstoppable I don't really see anybody (laughs) being able to stop them so so I don't know so so that's about it from there from La La Liga uh let me go ahead and jump over to the Champions League real quick um just because we do already have some confirmations of which teams technically already made it to the next round. Um, so I, th- I believe in the next time we'll see the Champions League. Let me pull this up for you guys real quick. I believe it's next week on the 5th. Yeah, so yeah, this week coming up on the 5th, um, we will we will have the Champions League returning, which will be this Tuesday and Thursday, the 5th and the 6th. Yeah, so we have Champions League action this week, which will be exciting, which will be really exciting. But remember, there's been already some teams that have already qualified. And uh, so this is it. So we got Manchester United has won four of their games. They lost the last one. Um, but they're still at 12 points. All they got, all they really have to do is just draw the next match, and they win it. And so they're pretty much already in. Uh, as far as Group B goes, PSG, um, they're already in automatically. And we'll just see who finishes up on top, either them or Brian Munich, which is right behind them. But Brian Munich is already in. Celtics at three points, and Anderlecht is only at zero. So PSG and Brian Munich both already qualified. So that was good for them. Um, Group C kind of stayed alive. Atletico came back up, and so it's anything can almost happen. Roma, all really Roma has to do is either pick up a draw or a win. But they got a car back next, so you know I can see them pulling up that win and you know staying on top. So I can see Chelsea and Roma obviously um, advancing from that group. Um, I don't see Roma not winning that next one. So definitely, like I said, it's still open. Like Atletico can still get in there if Roma for some weird reason can't you know pick up that win. Um, Group D, Barcelona and Juventus, they're pretty much qualified. I mean, Barcelona drew. Yeah, so they tied the last game. So it was kind of sad. I really wish they would have picked up that win. That way they would have you know automatically qualified but it's okay i mean they got uh yeah so i mean it's it's all right i mean we're gonna have one last game uh a draw or a win puts them in no matter what so yeah i can see them obviously advancing um group e we had liverpool and sevilla they both um battled out last time last week and um the the winner of that was automatically going to go to the next round but they both drew 3-3 so almost everything's up in the air again for Moscow has a chance, but I still see Liverpool and Sevilla getting out of that group. So uh, Group F, obviously Manchester City is, has uh, sealed the deal for them, and they're they're away. You know they they ran away with it, so they they advance to the next group. Uh, Napoli is at six points, so they're gonna have to win this next game. And they're gonna have to win by a lot so that they can they can get into the next round. Um, so we'll see we'll see what happens there. Um, 
On the other side, we got uh, Group G. Looks like everything's up in the air for Besquitas, Porto, and Lebzing. So um, Porto right now is in second place. A draw would, you know, lead them if Lebzing doesn't pull up points. So we'll see Porto if they can seal a win and win good. You know, we'll see them advance. And in Group H, we have Tottenham and Real Madrid. Um, both of them won their matches. Obviously, Real Madrid just slaughtered Apple L like six nil or six one, something like that. And Tottenham beat Dortmund. And at Dortmund, they were down by one, and they were able to come up from it from a, to a 3-1 win victory, which puts um, Tottenham in first place, Real Madrid at, at second, and those, those two automatically qualified to the next round. So exciting stuff to see, you know, um, for the Champions League. It's getting it's getting to that awesome moment, you know, getting getting to where the bigger matches are going to start happening here soon. You know, once after the group stages are over, we'll get the drawing to see which teams go and play against each other in the in the quarterfinals, and then we'll go on from there. So it's exciting, very very exciting things that are happening. So I can't complain. I'm really really excited to see what's going to go down. I'm sorry, not the quarterfinals, it's the round of 16. We'll have the round of 16 drawings to see which teams will play against each other, and then we'll have we'll have some greater better matches and matches in there but that won't be until the new year like i said we'll have the the final closing of the group stages this week and then after that we'll have to wait till the next year until uh, well in january we'll get the new the round of 16 will kick off so great things great things are happening there and i'm excited you know a lot of a lot of great matches coming up here towards the end of the year so great things to great things to see there um next thing we have now i wanted to I kind of like jumped everything kind of quick because I didn't want to take a little moment. Probably the next, you know, 20, 30 minutes here. Probably just talk about this. Um, the World Cup drawing and seeing kind of where the groups are at. Kind of like we'll probably talk about my teams that I'm going to be looking at. Obviously, um, you guys already know, like I am Mexican. So I am looking for Mexico to see how, how far they'll go. The hopes they have, the chances they will have and, and things like that. So in case you guys missed it, I'm sure all you guys know by now. <laughs> you know, I was a little late posting this. So I'm sure you guys know what the groups are you know who was playing against each other and i'll go over a little bit for those who maybe you know don't really understand how things are um th these groups work and stuff you know I'll, I'll break it down for you guys for a little bit um so anyway so so this is kind of how it goes down um we have group a i'm um, automatically in there obviously russia um they are in the they're the host nation so they automatically qualify in the first in that first group um so then we have um russia uruguay Egypt and Saudi Arabia in that group and it's looking like Saudi Arabia and Russia will be the game opener for the World Cup <laughs> it's it's kind of sad I mean people saw that and they're like wow are you serious like Russia and Serbia that's going to be the opening match like no one really people probably wanted something a bigger you know nation going against for that first first match but you know i i thought it's pretty good i mean uh, i don't know like right like that group itself seems pretty easy in a way um i mean uruguay should be loving it i mean I, I, if uruguay doesn't get out of there it doesn't get out of that group then it'll be really sad but no uruguay should be able to get out of that group easily egypt's also another one that could probably get out russia russia and saudi arabia might have a little hard but i don't know i mean russia is the host nation so hopefully hopefully they can get out because i don't think um Oh, no, no. I think, yeah, Brazil got out of their group last World Cup. 2010 was South Africa. They didn't get out of that group. So, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I, I see Uruguay getting out of that group. They should get out of there easily, um, probably in the first place, you know, in the top of the group. So, that's kind of what I predict. Um, but the next group over in Group B, now that one's going to be, it's a little interesting just because of, you know, we got two big European nations in there. Let's say we got Portugal, Spain, Iran, and Morocco. Um, so, you know, we got two of the, two, two, I'm sorry, two European teams. We got uh, one Asian team there and one African team there. So it looks pretty, looks pretty solid. I mean, Iran and Morocco, I mean, they're not probably high contenders, but Morocco, what they've done in the past, I mean, is, is incredible and in how they've gone, been able to get into the World Cup and and doing that so i think it's i think it's pretty amazing their story so i mean hopefully it doesn't just end in the group stages for them hopefully they can get around and make it to the next round so we'll see portugal as we know they didn't get out of the group stages last time with cristiano ronaldo so we'll see i mean they are the european champions they got Cristiano Ronaldo, so we'll see if they're able to get out of that. Um, Iran, I mean, Iran has made some noise a little bit in the past. They don't have, like, any any huge superstars at all. But, I mean, it doesn't matter if you do or you don't. I mean, you, you can still be a good contender and still make it all the way through. You know, we don't, you don't really need those big old 
um, superstars. So that's going to be an interesting um, setup for them. But obviously, obviously, you got Spain in there, and Spain's point is like I said last time, they're one of my top four to go all take it all the way. I mean, Spain's just doing phenomenal. Their youth program. I mean, it's just amazing to see all these young talents coming through again from Spain, and and pretty much they've really just you know made a made a big turn so we'll see what happens i mean um they got phenomenal players like marco asensio isco alvaro morata you know sergio ramos i mean great players coming up and you know their keeper uh david de Gea. i mean it's just it's just really great to see how spain's coming so obviously they're going to probably be one of the teams to beat if not there probably will be the team to win it and take it all the way so group c you have france peru denmark and australia um, yeah, France is loving this. I mean, you you would want a group like that. I mean, Denmark is probably a little tough. I mean, Peru. I mean, obviously, Peru, Denmark, and Australia. They're probably about they're probably around the same skill level, I would say. So I'm really liking that. So hopefully, Peru can come out of that group. I really hope they can make it out of there and get advanced to the next round. I think that would be really great for Peru if they can come out come out of there. I mean, France, obviously, I think France will probably get away. Well, we'll obviously get out of that group, probably be in first place, be at the top of the group and take it all the way through to the next round. Um, Denmark, I mean, yeah, I mean, D- D- Denmark looks pretty, pretty solid, looks pretty strong. So we'll see how they, how they react and, and, and go on from there. They, they got Ericsson, you know, right from, from Tottenham. So if he performs like he did against um, Ireland, you know, we'll, we'll definitely see a great, uh, a great team in Denmark. So we'll, hopefully... I mean that one's up in the air, so we'll see what goes on around there. Um, group D, um, people. So we'll probably debate with this one, and then Group F, whether or not which one's the group of death and which isn't. Um, so Group D, you got Argentina, Croatia, Iceland, and Nigeria. Um, yeah, I mean these are two big. I mean this is a big group in here. Um, obviously you got Argentina, the Messi in there. Um, what Argentina represents, you know, with all the football, big football nation. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be an interesting set. I mean, Argentina and Nigeria both have faced each other in the group stages for the like in the last four World Cups. So this is it's it's crazy how those two keep getting paired in the same group. It, I don't know. I think it's crazy, but um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think Argentina will get out of there. I think their first game opener is against Iceland, which is really interesting because, you know, it's Iceland's first time being in the World Cup. So you got the first timers who made some noise in the last Euros and made some noise into this qualifier. It's, you know, I I don't know. I, I think it's amazing that they're in this group and, you know, they, they got it pretty hard. I mean, Croatia was in their group for qualifying in the World Cup. So Iceland and Croatia, they already know each other. So, I mean, Iceland already know how to play against Croatia, but Croatia is a tough team as well. I mean, you got Luka Modric, uh, even Rakitic in there. So, I mean, I mean, you can't, can't go wrong with Croatia. They have some phenomenal players and Nigeria I mean Nigeria is just they're probably one of the best African teams we've ever seen you know they're just really fast players really strong so it's not like I said this is a really debatable group you know whether it could be a group of death here um, but uh, it, it is sad to see Iceland not go through the next round and but yeah I would pick Argentina and Nigeria to go advance from that group so uh, Nigeria and Argentina is going to be a great game to great game to watch there so so we'll see what happens there. Um, group E, we have Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia. So we got two Europeans, one South American, one from CONCACAF, one of our boys from Costa Rica in there. So, um, yeah, th- this one's this one's going to be an interesting one as well. I mean, Switzerland is on a higher level than Costa Rica. So is Serbia. So I don't know. Costa Rica has it a little hard. Um, I think Brazil will obviously go run away with it. And then I think it would either be from Switzerland or Serbia. That's just by my knowledge, thinking just random, just saying it by, you know, analyzing this, but I I, I wouldn't either, but I still wouldn't, you know, not look at Costa Rica as a good contender. Cause I mean, last world cup, like I said, they were probably in the group of death, the, the part of the hardest group to get out of. They had, um, Italy, England, Uruguay, and then there was them, Costa Rica. 
and you know <laughs> Uruguay, England, and Italy are were already world champions. They've been world champions before, World Cup champions. So Costa Rica getting out of that group, everybody saw that and like, okay, yeah, Costa Rica is not going to get out. And but they did. <laughs> they got out of that group. They eliminated Italy and England. And they were, them and Uruguay were the ones to advance to the next round. But not just that, but Costa Rica were able to advance in first place. I mean, that that alone is insane. I mean, they they won those three matches. And um, so I'm really excited to see what Costa Rica does in this World Cup. You know, they'll go against high, high very, very high opponents. Obviously, Brazil, five-time world champs. Switzerland, I mean, they got great names in there. And Serbia won a, a really great team. So I'm really excited to see Costa Rica. Hopefully they can battle out. Hopefully they can get out of there. I mean, I'm rooting for that. I really am rooting that they can get out of there. So anyway, so good luck to Costa Rica for that group. And we'll see how it throws down. Uh, next, we have Group F. Now, this is another debatable one, whether it could, whether it's a group of death or not, Um depending on where you're standing and the way you look at it. But you have Germany, Mexico, Sweden, and South Korea. Oh, boy. When I saw this, you know, I was watching the drawings. And obviously, Mexico is in pot two. So we had Group F, Group G, and Group H already, who was going to be the leader in there. And uh, the last remaining countries were Mexico, England and Colombia and I was like okay hopefully Mexico can get into either Belgium or Poland you know I kind of want to see that and when they brought up the you know the ball and they opened it and it said Mexico on it I was like oh no like we got Germany like I'm really excited for Mexico to go against Germany even though we did play against them this last summer in the uh, in the Confederation Cup uh, but that's a whole different tournament you know I mean everything everything's different in the World Cup and um you know, people people look at this and they're thinking, oh, Germany's got a cakewalk. And probably just because, I mean, Germany is world defending champions. And if you look at down here, I mean, uh, Mexico, Sweden, and South Korea, I mean, that, for them, obviously, they don't even reach to the level of Germany. But the World Cup, anything can happen. And for, for me, the way I look at it was, let's look at 2006. Italy became world champions in 2006. 2010 World Cup, they were in it. They couldn't get out of the group stage. They they got eliminated out of the group. And they couldn't even walk it out. And then 2010 World Cup, who ended up winning that one was Spain. Spain ended up taking it. And then in 2014 World Cup in Brazil, Spain didn't get out of the get out of the group stages either. So I don't know. Like, will we see this with Germany as well? Will we see them not get out of the group stages? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I can't predict that just because you know what we've seen from um sorry for we've seen from germany in the last few years i mean they've just been growing football um status they're, they're just been growing and bringing in new players bring developing new talent so whether they get out of the group i do think so you know but i don't you know i don't necessarily would disregard mexico sweden and south korea i mean let's look at mexico i mean i'm not trying to be biased here because i'm mexican and you know, i really want mexico to go through but like but seriously like mexico's been a, a pretty good contender in and around the world i mean people know who mexico is i mean it's a country that's really well known throughout the world and you know football in football as well, you know, there's we've had great legends like um, Claudio Suarez, Hugo Sanchez, um, Jorge Campos. I mean, so we've had some of these legends that been that were able to play around the world. I mean, especially Hugo Sanchez during his time. I mean, he was the first Mexican to come down and play in Europe, first Mexican to go and play for Real Madrid, and what he did for Real Madrid at that time was phenomenal. You know, and uh, he brought out the best side that everybody saw i mean to this day everybody knows in spain knows who he is and what he's done for real madrid at that time so i mean yeah i mean you know we've had some really really great talents in the past so i mean mexico's made a name for themselves you know and uh yeah i mean i could see them getting out of this group i don't think it's i don't think we should worry about it too much so the first the first team mexico will play against will, will be germany so for me, that's a bit of relief just because you're playing against the toughest team probably in that group first, you know, outside of Mexico. You know, uh, you know if you look at Mexico's looking between Germany, Sweden, and South Korea, like, obviously, the, the probably the biggest opponent they'll face will be Germany. So, the 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 it's amazing for me. I, I look at this, okay, they'll play, they'll play Germany first. So, that's 
that's a little bit of a relief just because you'll get that big match out of the way. Next one will probably be against South Korea. So then that's probably like the weakest team in that group. So that's kind of a, but let's not, you know, let's not also disregard them or below them. I'm not trying to say that because I mean, South Koreans, what they've done in the past also, they've showed us that they are a tough opponent. You know, they're fast, they're quick, they're quick on the ball. I mean, they're just long balling all the time. So they're, they're a quick opponent, you know, that you don't, does not disregard that either. And, you know, Mexico still has to be on the lookout, play on the counter a lot because, I mean, those Koreans are really fast. So, I mean, we just got to watch out from that. And then we'll be closing that group with Sweden at the end. And Sweden, I would say they're probably in the same level as Mexico. Maybe Mexico might be a little better just with some of the players we got. But overall, I, I look at them almost as equals and talent-wise. And the only reason why I, th- I will put Mexico a little above Sweden is just because of the, more, the the players we got playing in other places and what they've been doing and Sweden. I mean, honestly, when people hear Sweden, all you really think about is Satan Ibrahimovic. But, you know, he, uh, obviously he's not going to go to the World Cup. He already retired. So, And, you know, what Sweden has done to get into the World Cup was amazing too. I mean, they defeated Italy, you know, Italy a world champion where people are still – crying over the fact that they're not in the world cup so um yeah let's not disregard this group this this group anything can happen you know i believe anything can still happen you know i do see germany and mexico getting out of this obviously i will look at it probably germany being up in front and mexico right on right behind them i would i could see them being the same evenly points but i think the goal differential is going to be the different maker there you know because i could see germany scoring like five beating south korea five zero and i can see mexico being south korea like one or two nil and that thing that's going to be the, the tiebreaker for mexico and sweden i mean it's mexico and germany so yeah, I mean, that that's the way I look at it. So I'm predicting in that group, you know, maybe we can pull a draw like a 1-1, a 0-0 against Germany. I could see us beating South Korea and I can see us beating Sweden. So, I mean, anything can happen. I mean, if we're able to draw against Germany and then Germany goes and plays against Sweden and Sweden pull a victory or even like they pull a draw, like <laughs> I would be really excited. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, so we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, like I said, we'll see what happens. I mean, the, everything's up in the air. We can't really make too much predictions of, oh, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. We can just look at the facts and see what's happened in the past with some of these teams and kind of just make an assumption what's going to happen. And we'll just go on from there. Cause like I said, um, four years ago, Costa Rica was in that group of death. No one thought they would get out. World cup happens. They got out in first place. So I'm not saying med school will do the same thing. I'm not saying, you know, that was a whole different era. Things have changed. All I do want to say, though, is Metsuko in the past have been faced with tough opponents in the World Cup. And every single time they've been able to do perform really well and make a noise and make a name for themselves. So I'm really excited to see how Metsuko is going to take this. I'm really excited to see the style they'll bring out to the world cup i mean because the last few tournaments mexico has been in hasn't been too pretty but this is probably the biggest level of the game and mexico need to make some noise and for me like if there's a moment where mexico needs to win this whole thing it's now <laughs> so so we'll see what goes on from there um we got two left two, two more groups left so group g we got belgium england tunisia and panama so another from Concacaf, our last one um yeah, I mean, this obviously Belgium and and England are looking at this and they're thinking to themselves, okay, this is this is this should be pretty simple for us. So, I mean, Belgium will probably open with uh, the biggest game. Um, they probably will open against with England, and then um, you got and then they'll close it with Panama, which is uh, what's my call? Yeah, they're they're the first time in the World Cup, so we'll see what happens. I mean, Panama would like to get out of that group. Will it, will they get out of the group? I mean, I don't know. You got Belgium and, and England, probably two high favorite teams. I mean, Belgium, they're probably one of the favorites to go take it all the way through just because of the players they got, like Kevin De Bruyne, um, Lu, uh, I'm sorry, Romero Lukaku, uh, Fellini, and then Hazard, Courtois. I mean, they just have great, great players. So, Everybody's looking at this, and you know there are probably they're probably the top ten teams to to probably win this tournament. So, um, yeah, and then England. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, England hasn't really performed well in the last few World Cups. Like I said, the last World Cup they couldn't get out of the group stages, and even in 2010 either. Or no, I think they did. Yeah, because they, they had the U.S. in there. 
in the U.S. and England got out. Yeah, yeah, in 2010 they got out, but then Germany ended up beating them in the round of 16. So I mean, and and then they also got in 2006. Also, yeah, they got they got eliminated in the round of 16 against I believe it was Portugal. Yeah, the Portugal eliminated them. So, like I said, anything can happen in the World Cup. So many things can can we see from there. Panama, I really do hope they win a game. I really do hope they're able to um, do, I don't know, just show great football. I mean, it's their first time out there. I hope they don't get too nervous where they don't score or they don't perform well. I hope they can perform well. I mean, obviously, at the game against Belgium, I see, I see Belgium just running over them, not because... Panama doesn't have great style, but just because of the players Belgium has compared to Panama. I mean, Panama don't have those key components that those player makers that can make a difference, like a Kevin De Bruyne or a Romero Lukaku type of players that can just run over you. So I don't know. I'm excited to see this group uh, to predict who would get out. Obviously, I would think it's Belgium and England just because of what who they are and the the players they have. I mean, the talent wise is way above, you know, Tunisia and Panama. So, so that's that. So now let's go to the group of life, which everybody's saying, uh, which is probably one of the easiest groups out there. And it's probably, so we got Poland, Colombia, Senegal, and Japan. So once again, Japan and Colombia uh, seem to be in the same group for the second time in a row. Um, not too bad, you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty interesting to see what's gonna go on there. Um, Poland, obviously, they got Lewandowski. They're be- the best striker in the world, I would say. One of them, um, you know, plays for Brian Munich. So that's gonna be really interesting to see. I think the game opener there will be against Colombia. Those two will probably face off first. So that's that's gonna be really interesting to see there. Um, you know, because James Rodriguez plays for Brian Munich as well, and you know. Both Lewandowski and Hamas playing for the same team, so yeah, really exciting to see there. Obviously, I I see Colombia being on top of that group. I mean, Poland as great as they are with Robert Lewandowski, they're nowhere near as good as Colombia. I mean, Colombia they got Hamas, Falcao, William, uh, uh, freak their goalkeeper was his name. Um, oh. Uh, Oh, freak man! I forgot his name. He plays for Arsenal. <laughs> Anyways, I forgot. But uh, yeah, I mean, they got they got great, great players. I mean, I, I see them getting out of there, getting out of that group alive. And and they also just picked up Evelis Hurtado, the, the player from Monterrey, who's um the lead the lead scorer for Liga MX. And they just picked him up. I know Mexico's been trying to get him because he is Mexican um, as well. He's half Mexican, half Colombian, and Mexico was dying to get him hopefully for this world cup but you know he turned that down and colombia came knocking at his door and he ended up picking colombia for his national team to represent so good for them you know good for Hurtado for for taking that i mean i really wish he would have put on the mexico jersey but we'll see hopefully he'll be um called up to the national team for the world cup for and represent colombia i think that would be that would be amazing for colombia uh, and for him especially you know because he all the noise he's been making in league mx uh you know like i said he's the top scorer so why not have someone who's doing hot in in his club go and, and represent his country i think that would be amazing to see that so so we'll see what goes on from there senegal i mean um they're 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 a great uh, nation. They they they're able to get into the World Cup. They've been able to get out of the few group stages and then get knocked out in the group of, in the round of sixteen. So we'll see what what they can do. Japan's also is a great come uh, a great contender. You know they've had some they've made some noise in the past. They've been able to get out of difficult situations, but you know also they haven't been haven't been a key players and that they don't have key players like they used to have either so i mean uh, obviously I, I see colombia just running over that group i don't really don't see anyone stopping colombia i think colombia will pick up all three wins so those are so those are the groups so those are all the 32 teams that's going to go down um like i said russia will open the match on the world cup day with against saudi arabia they couldn't pick any better opponent for russia so that's good hopes for russia hopefully they win that one um but so this is pretty much what happened. So you got Group A and Group B. Okay, so then every group that's next to each other kind of will will face to the next round. So the way the World Cup goes, you, you play each team once. Um, you win, you, you pick up three points. You lose, you get zero. You draw, you get one. 
Okay, so you play everybody once. Obviously, that's that's all you get. You get one chance, and then depending on how well you did and where you sat in your in your in the point system, will advance you. Um, so if you're on top of the group, if you win all three point, if you win all three games, then you leave with nine points. If you know if you lost one, drew one, and won one, that gives you four points. So not really high. Um, so like I said, the the first placement, the first two. I'm sorry, yeah, so the winner of the group will finish in the top, and then the runner-up will finish in second place. Now, if the third placement group, the I'm sorry, the, the third team in that group, um, for example, let's, let's look at Russia, Uruguay, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia. If Russia wins all three games, they'll be at nine points. Uruguay, say they, they lost one, drew one, and won one, same with Egypt. Um, depending on the game, they both won, so they're both at four points. Um, it'll go into group. Uh, it'll go into goal differential. So let's say if the Uruguays win against Saudi Arabia, they beat Saudi Arabia like five zero, and Egypt only beat them two zero. And depending on how many goals they've gotten scored against on themselves, then that will add, add up. So then the goal differential will kick in. So say if Uruguay had a favor of three goals and Egypt had a favor uh, had a negative one in goal differentials, then Uruguay would qualify to the next round of sixteen. So that's kind of how it goes. So. So we got Group A, like I said, you have Russia, Uruguay, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia. Group B, you have Portugal, Spain, Iran, and Morocco. So if so, the run so the winner of the Group A will face the runner-up in Group B, and the and the winner of Group B will face the runner-up of Group A. If that makes sense. So that's kind of how it goes down in, in the group stages. So, I mean, yeah, in the group stages. So once after the group stages is over to go to the next round, you can kind of see who you're going to against depending on where you're at in the group. So group C, you got France, Peru, Denmark, and Australia. Group D, you got Argent- Argentina, Croatia, Iceland, and Nigeria. So the, the, the um, I'm sorry. <laughs> so the winner of group C will face the runner-up of group D. The winner of Group D will go against the runner-up of Group C. Uh, group E, you have Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, Serbia. Group F, Germany, Mexico, Sweden, South Korea. Like I said, Group E, the the, the winner of the group in Group E will face the second runner of Group F. And then the the winner of the Group F will face the, the second uh, runner-up of Group E. And same thing with uh, with G and H. So you got G, you got Belgium, England, Tunisia, and Panama. And then Group H, you got Poland, Colombia, Senegal, and Japan. So the the runner up of Group G, I'm sorry, the man, I keep saying that. <laughs> so the the winner of Group G will face the runner ups of Group H, and the winner of Group H will face the runner up of Group G. So that's how it goes down. So um, so my prediction was, you know, Uruguay and and Russia will probably get out of there. And if they do, I see Spain and, and Portugal getting out of there. So those two will probably face off each other. Group C, I see France and Peru getting out. You know, and I see Nigeria and Argentina getting out. So one of those two will face each other. Like, where where will they go? I don't know. So I'm just giving you guys just, you know, minor predictions. And then Group E and F. So this is kind of what I was telling you about for Mexico, what, what happened here. Because let's say Mexico ends up being in second place next door they got brazil in that brazil group brazil is probably more likely going to win out of that group you know with switzerland costa rica and serbia so obviously they'll get they'll walk that's a cakewalk for them so they'll probably go against mexico if mexico gets out of the group in second place i see mexico versus brazil for the round of 16 which would be insane <laughs> so i don't know but if Mexico is able to pull off a, you know, all three wins and you know make it in the top, you know they'll probably face the second, the second place of or the runner-ups of Group E. So we'll see what happens there. Um, anything can happen, like I said. And then Group G, like I said, I believe England and Belgium will get out of that group, and then Group H, I believe Poland and Colombia will get out of that group. So. I see Colombia being on, on head of that group, and I see Belgium in the head of that group. So it will more likely be like Belgium versus Poland and Colombia versus England in that one. I, and I can make that prediction for me because I, I feel like those will be the end up and be all for those two groups. So both of those groups seem pretty easy, seem pretty light for the big teams that are in there. Honestly, all the big nations in this group stages, like 
you know, like Portugal, France, Argentina, Brazil, Germany, Belgium, Poland, they have nothing to complain about. They really don't. I mean, it's it's an easy group for them. Even Russia, I mean, who who really high quality football they don't have, but you know, picking up Egypt and Saudi Arabia, like that's that you know, that's almost like a win. I mean, I'm not dissing Egypt for no other means. I mean, they got you know Salah, who's doing amazing for Liverpool and the, the things he's been doing for them and the club level, and then rep- doing that, playing that same style in his you know in his home country in in Egypt is is even better so i can see Salah just you know carry that team all the way through carry them and hopefully potential going to the round of 16 i don't know but you know but if you're like i said if you're Uruguay i mean you're you're loving that you know you're loving Russia Egypt Saudi Arabia that should talent wise Uruguay is just a lot above all of it you know they have you know like Luis Suarez Cavani Godin i mean they just they're stacked so I mean, Uruguay should should get out of there, get out of that group pretty easily, fairly easily at least. Not like really, really easy, but you know, like I said, they should get out of there no problem. And uh, as far as that goes, so that's the World Cup. It's around the corner. At least it feels like it. It's going to be this summer. I cannot wait. It's going to be an amazing summer. I mean, I know a lot of people are still upset about USA not making it, Chile not making it, Italy not making it, Netherlands not making it, but. These are the best 32 teams out there. Whether you're whether the Netherlands didn't make it or Chile and all those other teams that didn't make it, they didn't make it because they weren't good enough to make it. And that's just how that's just my feelings, you know, towards the whole thing. I mean, Italy couldn't beat Sweden, so they're not in it. Netherlands couldn't get out of the group, they're not in it. Mexico, uh, I'm sorry, USA couldn't beat Trinidad. I mean, that's it. I mean, they couldn't beat teams that obviously for they were they were looked upon not the greatest teams i mean the only exception will probably be chile because you know it's hard like i said last time like coleman bowl is probably the hardest way to qualify you know it's, south america is just really really tough you know look at peru peru's t- it's t- it took them 30 plus years to finally be in the world cup again so yeah i mean that just shows you how hard it is down in south america but i don't know like i really do hope i re- i do have high hopes here for this for this world cup i think it's going to be really interesting even though the game opener isn't a high high advanced game that we wish we would see but i mean hey let's not let's not take anything away from russia the hosting nation and saudi arabia who haven't been in there in forever so we'll see how it goes i mean it probably won't be pleasing to the eye for most but there is some hot games coming up right after that you know like i said you we will see spain and portugal go against each other first we will see you know um Peru and France I think that's an interesting one I don't know about most people Iceland you know first time ever World Cup appearance goal will go against the best the Argentina who has the best player in the game of the uh, of the sport so you know and we will see Germany and Mexico that's a big one too I mean a lot of people I know a lot of people bash on Mexico saying oh you know Mexico's gonna lose this is a cakewalk for Germany we'll see I mean I, I would love it obviously as a Mexican fan I would love to see Mexico make a great great impact and just upset the germans i think that would be an amazing thing to see but you know we'll see what happens i mean anything anything everything's up in the air you know and you know belgium england that'll be be a fun match to watch same with poland and colombia like so we do have some (laughs) some great matches that will be really interesting to watch and i'm just really curious and just really really excited to see how things go forward and if Mexico has to play against the best to win it all then we'll do it i mean not everybody has a has a lucky chance like Portugal did in the Euros. I mean, you know, after they got out of the group stage, they had it all easy all the way through. I mean, Portugal did not play the best football all the way, and they made it all the way to the final and won it, you know. So not everybody can get that lucky. Sometimes, you know, you got to face the toughest opponents to make it to the top. So I know we look at it like to be the best, you got to beat the best, and yada, yada, yada. I get that. I get I get that style of thinking. But at the same time, you know, like if you can, if you were to avoid all of that, that would be great. But if you can't, then oh well. I mean, if Mexico finished in second place and Brazil finished in first, then oh well, let's do it. Let's go against Brazil. Let's see what we can do. I mean, I, I am a Mexican fanboy, but I am a football fan as well. So I recognize, you know, like the common sense in football. You know, I know Germany's a stacked team. I know Brazil's a really really tough team as well you know germany they've won the world cup four years for I me mean, four times brazil's won it five times i mean we will go against the odds but 
for me, if there's any moment for Mexico, it's this one. I mean, if you guys follow Mexico a lot, I mean, some of their biggest players like Chicharito, Andres Guardado, um, Vela, Giovanni Dos Santos. I mean, this is probably potentially their last World Cup. You know, this is probably the last one. So if they're going to make some noise, if they're going to want to advance and probably hopefully win it all and take it all, it's this one. You know, this is it, like, for Mexico. Like, I don't really see Andres Guardado coming in the next four years. I don't see Chicharito in the next four years. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? We, we, we might. But for me, just, you know, we've had, you know, in the past few years, like, um, back in, I believe, was it 2011 or 2012, the the Olympics? And down in Brazil, uh, or I'm sorry, back in London, I'm sorry, the 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 London Olymp- Summer Olympics, it was like a few years ago, um, Mexico ended up winning it all the way through. You know, they played against some tough opponents. They beat Brazil in the final. When that Brazil had Neymar, had Marcelo, had Hulk, had Oscar, they had a really tough, that was a tough Brazil team. Yeah, it was a U23 team, but, you know, we were able to pull it off. And, I mean, those 20, those U23 teams are in the, they're in the senior team now, you know, this, this national team. And back in 2007, you know, the URU 17 team, you know, won the World Cup, you know, in Peru as well. They've been, they also beat Brazil, you know, and, you know, we, that's, you know, Carlos Vela, Giovanni dos Santos. Those are the, the teams that are in this team now, you know, so we have two world champions already groups you could say that are in this men's national team from mexico so for me it's like the most talent that mexico's ever had where they've experienced high level football and they've experienced a great world champion you know air quoted world champion experience is is this group you know is this group right here so for me as a mexican fan looking at that you know mexico should be a favorite to win this thing you know they should be a favorite they should have a good advantage towards this so i really really do hope and i really do like pray that mexico will walk away with all three uh, with all three wins and hopefully with nine points you know if we beat germany hopefully we'll beat them one nil or two nil heck three nil i'll take it but you know, if we're able to beat Germany and if we're able to beat, you know, South Korea, if, we, if we're able to win both games, you know, we beat the we beat the highest team and then we beat the lowest team, that will give us more confidence that we can probably go against anybody. And, you know, and if we're able to walk away in the first, as first place in the group, then, you know, I'll take it. And, you know, hopefully Costa Rica can finish in second place and <laughs> we'll go against Costa Rica. That way it can be, a you know, a little bit of a breather when we play against them. But, like I said, anything can happen. The World Cup is is meant for 32 teams play it and for any 32 teams take it, you know? Like just because Panama and Iceland's never been here before and it's their first time doesn't mean they can't win it. I mean, true, they have tough opponents to go through, but I mean, like I said, the the way to get to the World Cup is different than actually playing in it. So anything can happen. That this is why I love this game so much because it's it's a game that it's really unpredictable until it happens. You can look at the stats. You can look at you know, um, analyze everything that's happened before the game and give your prediction. And it can go totally wrong. It can go totally the opposite direction. So and you know, and like I heard once, you know, it, you know, if if you look at Germany, if they have one bad game against Mexico, if that's the game that they go and they're not at their hundred percent and we take advantage of that, then that'll be good, you know? So it takes it takes one bad game, one game that you're not focused to make you lose, you know, get eliminated in the World Cup. So so that's that's what I love about this game. Anything can happen, and I really, really do see some really fun games, and I really do see a really fun mat- matches that we'll, we'll come up to see, and I, I think there'll be a lot of players that will stick out. Some players that I'm really hoping will stick out a lot for me. Uh, let's see, you got... James Rodriguez, I really do hope he sticks out again because I do I do like that player a lot. Like I really hope he makes a name for himself again like he did last World Cup. He showed us some great goals, so hopefully we'll see something from him for Mexico, like Chucky Lozano, Tecatito Corona. Like I want to see those two players really make high names for themselves so they can get in, into better clubs and better be able to play in the in the highest leagues in the world. And you know, um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of big names out there that I want I want to see growth in. So I mean, this is something Harry Kane for England. I mean, he's been known as the person who can't, you know, he's only a one season wonder. So hopefully, this World Cup he can actually show and hopefully bring England to the 
a whole new level again that we haven't seen England in a while. Hopefully he's able to carry England all the way through the semis or heck, even I'll take the quarterfinals, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, great things. Argentina, like Messi, like if, if Argentina wins this, you know, finally Messi will be known as the greatest of all time. And and I want that for him. You know, I, I think Messi is the best player in the world and he he's my favorite player my favorite player to watch so it'll be really fun to see that so like i said anything can happen i'm really excited for the world cup i really hope you guys will get excited and you know that's all i can say for that so so that's it for the world cup and that's pretty much it for this episode but just a little few things just to watch out just remember liga mex is on this weekend um um we can we'll find out tomorrow night which are the two finalists to take it all the way through and then next week we will have a liga mx champion um, some big games to kind of watch, to keep an eye on. I think Atletico Bilbao will go against Real Madrid. That's not a big thing, but, I mean, Atletico Bilbao is a pretty tough team a little bit. They're above average, so we'll see if Real Madrid can pull a win from there. They're going to need it, you know, and then Barcelona will go against Celtic Vigo. Um, uh, I, I see Barcelona winning that. I don't really see them losing or dropping points there, but anything can happen. I think that game is underway right now. Like I said, I'm recording this really early in the morning, so... I believe, I don't want to look at the scoreboard anyways, but I'll, I'll get those for you guys later <laughs> for next week. But, um, so we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. And then, um, oh yeah, the biggest game we'll have this weekend, which is going to start here in a few, in a few hours is Arsenal versus Manchester United. So hopefully, hopefully Manchester United win. I mean, I know I bash on them a lot, but that's because I love them a lot. Like they're my favorite team in the EPL. And I really do hope, really do hope Manchester United can pick up a win. Hopefully, like, hopefully, like a three nil, a two nil, four nil. Okay, I'll go three nil. Hopefully, they win three nil. That's my prediction for that. Uh, but I'm sure you guys are listening to this already know what the scoreboard is. But that's okay. And um, yeah, that's probably the biggest match we'll talk about. Also, you know, we'll just keep a little close eye on Manchester City versus West Ham. Not too much, you know. I'm assuming what um, Manchester United is going to walk over <laughs> West Ham. And uh, I feel sorry for West Ham. I mean, they they're probably gonna get regulated, and it's fine because nothing so hot's happening coming from there anyway. So, so yeah. So like I said, great things, great things to see. So we'll keep an eye on those. And like I said, I do apologize, you guys, for not um, recording this earlier this week and last week. So please forgive me for that, guys. But I'm back on schedule again. I will get these podcasts out like I like I promised every Wednesday get them out there i record tuesday night so get them out by wednesday morning for you guys or tuesday night um anyways but this has been this has been fun hopefully you guys are really excited for the upcoming football games coming up and especially are really excited for the world cup coming up and like i said you guys can find me on twitter at l superman 91 you can find me on facebook as well i got i do have a facebook page for the super uh, the super soccer podcast so look for me i will be posting some stuff up i know i haven't been posting stuff up but i will um here in a little bit post some, some things up for all you guys to see um and like i said now you guys know where to find me you know tweet me message me find things you know let me know who you think is going to win the world cup let me know who what your predictions will be i mean we got six months to talk about the world cup so a lot of anything can happen we'll we'll probably um in the here in a few months well i'm sorry now probably like next month we'll figure out like which group which teams are playing friendlies you know for, for preparations of the world cup and then once we get the full list which probably won't be until may or probably like yeah probably like the end of may so like the last days of may we'll probably get the full list of which team is taking their full 20 i believe 25 team 20 i'm sorry i believe it's 25 players go into all the roster so We'll see which are the final men that go in there. So it would be interesting to see who Mexico picks, and it'll be interesting to see who you know everybody else will pick, you know, in their in their team. So anyway, so that's it for today's episode, guys. Thanks you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one.